I play. I don't know what you're going to say. I play Toto, the dog. Oh. Toto, what's that line she says? Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Roof, roof. Yeah. So Lara had to, <laughs> Lara had to mime a woof, woof. I was lip syncing <laughs> woof, woofs. As and a I, human. And I, thank you. Hey everyone and welcome back to the Sisters Inc. show. This is Kim Mulcahy here. And Lara Mulcahy. Yay. And we thought now we wanted to give you a little bit of background on the two of us so you know who are these two crazy chicks chatting in your ear and uh, give you some insight on who we are and where we grew up. Good idea, Lara. I think think sounds fantastic. I love talking about myself. (laughs) (laughs) Can we shut her up? No, no, no. No, you can't. Yeah, so we're actually from Perth, Western Australia. We grew up on the sunny side of uh, Australia. Yeah. Sand gropers, they call us. They do. I don't what know, is where, a sand I'm groper? I was just going to say, where did that come from? It's a little bug or something, isn't it? Like a, <laughs> a creepy crawly. Is that what it is? It looks like a little scorpion. I can only recall the cartoon version where it sort of had like a like caterpillar looking thing. I oh, see. I don't even remember that. But you're three years older than me, so maybe you saw I that before me. I am three years me. older. <laughs> so as per usual, we get off topic, but that's what all this is about, having a chat. Yeah, so I was born first. Yes, you um, were. Lara popped into the world three years later. Yes, I don't think you were very impressed when I came along either, were you? No, no. I think I had had the world and mum and dad to my, well, sort of to myself for three years. We had a very busy entrepreneurial mother, mind yes. you. Oh, God, I remember that story that mum tells us that you, I was in the pram or something? I was three, you were newborn, only a couple of weeks old or whatever. Mum was at a party showing you off to everybody in the pram and everyone was saying, look how beautiful she is. Of course they were. Blonde, blue-eyed, gorgeous thing. And me, I had the shits basically and apparently I went and tipped the pram over when no one was looking. Yeah, thanks for that. So, <laughs> yeah, and I wonder Devil what... child came out. Yeah. Don't worry, the karma's coming back now. <laughs> I can't believe I did that. I'm a very nice person. You did do that. But then there was that one time you, you I think you made up for it was that one time you and mum and dad were going out somewhere and I was left on the front porch and mum and dad forgot to put me in the car. Yes. And, and fairness to you, you made up for it because you were driving on and you went, where's the baby? Where's the baby, mum? And mum was, holy guacamole, I've left the child in the bassinet on the porch. Yep, yep. So lucky I was paying attention as the three-year-old in the back seat. It's amazed I'm not more scarred than I am because there was another time that mum forgot. <laughs> You've been to... left behind yeah, a lot. Yeah, I've been messed behind so many times. Mum and dad, remember mum forgot me to pick me up from school? Yes. I was in like kindy or grade one and you then were you in came and saved me. And they came, I must have been, what, year two or something? Yeah. And they came to get me. Can you come and look after your sister because she's sad and crying because your mother's forgotten to pick her up from kindy? Because I think you must have finished an hour or two earlier before yeah, I, was I like did. like half a day. Yeah. <laughs> I was on half days. Oh, my Serious God. issues about abandonment, I think. Maybe you want to investigate that. Well, we know why <laughs> mum would forget me and forget <laughs> us because she was flat out. Um, our mum was a dancing teacher. Yeah, not just an ordinary dancing teacher. She started her own business and her own dance school at 13. I know. Can you? I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. My child's 13. I can't imagine oh, yeah. him running a dance <laughs> imagine a business or a dance school right now, although some kids do, but... For that era, yeah, very entrepreneurial, crazy and fantastic and inspiring and all at the same time. So I remember our lovely grandmother who we absolutely adored, Lily, she helped her. I remember because mum 
went to her other dancing school, her main teacher, and then on the side she started her own dance school and yeah. really helped her with all the side Yeah, it was just it. I think one or two classes in a school hall every week and our grandma Lily would take the money at the door, yeah. sit at the door, take the money from the kids and she'd run the classes. So, it's, you know, anyone listening out there with tweenies, goodness. Entrepreneurial. Yeah. She was ahead of her time. Yeah, absolutely. And then it just grew, didn't it? Then it, by the time we came along, it was a fully fledged, oh, you know, huge dancing school. Absolutely. Well, that's what, however many years later in her early 20s when we arrived. Yeah, back in the 70s, which was the heyday, I guess, of her having the school, 70s, 80s. I remember that there was her, there was another dance teacher called Peter Norton, who, little bit of trivia, is Todd McKenney's mum. Yes, so we've famous known, Todd McKenney yeah, that we all love. We've known Todd since we were like primary school age. I remember going over to his house, kicking a ball around the backyard or something while our mums were catching up and chatting, yeah. you know, business and whatever about their dancing school. So, yeah, hey, Todd, if you ever get hey, to Todd, listen if you're to listening. this. And, of course, Todd did all the ballroom dancing and then for a time you and I went and did ballroom dancing as well. We as if did. we didn't have enough on our plate, my God. But, yeah, so, we were busy. We were busy kids. Well, I don't remember anything but being at dancing. Apparently mum would take me in the bassinet, two dancing classes, pop me up the front and proceed to teach the girls in the class and I'd just be listening to the music lying in there with my bottle. Yeah. <laughs> so, where, where was Dad? He was he got away without oh, babysitting. Yes, men in that era, probably not as hands-on. <laughs> <laughs> He's off t- tinkering on his motorbike or something. Yeah, and I mean we sort of had no choice because, I mean, Mum would have been teaching. I know, well, she's told us this. She was teaching while she was pregnant with both of us. So we were already had all that. I mean, and I believe that, like they say about playing music to when you're in, in vitro, whatever it's called. Um, in utero? Thank you. Is that the right? <laughs> What's vitro? I don't know. Where did I get that from? Yeah, we were taking all the music vibes and yeah. I think mum was just still dancing Cat and cartwheeling and doing all sorts of things while she was pregnant with us. <laughs> Amazing. We weren't premature. Clearly a young mum. <laughs> <laughs> she was. But lots of fun. So I don't think we've had a what you'd call an, a normal childhood, but it's certainly lots of fun and unique and I wouldn't change it for the world. The downside might have been a little bit less time. Mum wasn't as hands-on. She wasn't one of those mums that when you got home from school she was there because, of course, she was off running at classes work. and at work. Yeah. So that's the downside, but I wouldn't swap that for anything because of all the amazing experiences and the way she's paved the way for us to be entrepreneurial women today and have our own businesses and want to live on our terms. I mean, that's definitely been instilled in us from mum. Yeah, the independence. Because I, I always tell my friends those stories that, like you said, we'd come home, but we'd we'd make our own lunches in the morning, like from really young ages. Yeah. And then when we do the um, dancing concerts, because there was always the big yearly end of year dancing Massive concert. dancing concert at Christmas. And I don't know if you remember this, but backstage in those days, you know, everyone had their mum backstage helping them do their quick changes. And because our mum, Diana, was out the front running the rehearsals, running the concert. So you and I got really good at dressing ourselves into quick changes in our own costume, doing our own hair, <laughs> doing it. You were very good at doing the makeup. You'd help me. I could do full-fledged makeup at 10 years old. Yeah, you were really good. <laughs> and, and I remember we'd have to sleep. Like I think you'd help my mum was and mum, let's face bless her, she's brilliant at all the dancing, but she's not great at doing hair and makeup. So she'd put our hair in those soft rollers and we'd sleep in them overnight and they'd be all hickety piggity all over our head, but it'd oh, come out all right. Yeah, there, a bit so. scarred with the hair. I remember going to school, picture this guys, going to school with rollers in my yes. hair. Yes. How embarrassing. I would not do that now. I know. 
And the cool kids would put their hair in pig. Do you remember this? They'd put their hair in pigtails pig first yeah. and then do the roller. So That's it wasn't right. as obvious. But our so it was a bit of a Princess Leia look before Princess Leia actually had <laughs> arrived on the scene where we were doing that look. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> or remember the, um, some, some of the kids would go with the rags in their hair. Yeah, I was very envious of those because yeah. they would have beautiful long locks. Ringlets. And, and pop them into the ringlets. And I, my hair was short and um, a bit frizzy. I think mum got me a perm. Oh, yeah. When I was about nine or ten. Oh, worst decision ever. I think she just got tired of having to curl, uh, curl my hair and thought, I'll get Kim a perm and then that means it'll be curly all the time. Oh. First of all, it looked shocking. <laughs> and I think it was in the days when perms were pretty full on. Just so bad for your hair and just singe it. I just looked like a fuzzball then. So <laughs> it backfired big time. Did you have yours at nine? I didn't get my nine perm until I was 13. Yeah, awful. And I had to wait to grow it out and chop it out before oh. it damaged my hair. Do you know what I call? Time. Do you know what I call my perm? The Tina Arena perm, <laughs> because I'd seen <laughs> Tina Arena on Young Talent Time, and we'll talk about Young Talent Time later. But remember, she had her perm on Young Talent Time, and she sang MacArthur Park. Ah, and the I was long like, hair. Yeah, perm. but the perm. And I was like, got to get that perm. But of course, I have so much hair that I literally look like an afro. <laughs> I look like Michael Jackson. African goddess. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, some pretty – I've had some pretty bad hair situations. I don't think my hair improved until I, I don't know, got into my 20s, late 20s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but back to dancing school. So so we we literally been dancing since we were two, you yeah, and I. Yeah, I had my first on stage performance at two years old singing Skippy the Kangaroo, like literally. Oh, bless. Can I hear yeah. a bit now? Well, apparently it went tippy – Tippy, Tippy the bush kangaroo. Tippy. Because that S was a little bit hard. <laughs> where was that? In a kangaroo costume, mind you. Oh, cute. We need photos. I don't know where it was. I knew. I just remember it was on stage and there was a lot of people in the audience. She loved it. Loved it. <laughs> but then we did everything, didn't but we? But then we... you came along. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I ruined everything. <laughs> Sorry, you tipped me out of the pram room. But... Year later, Lara arrives. Now the dynamic changes. Yes, we had three years of peace. But um, didn't we do – because we I know we learned – we did jazz, we did tap, we did ballet, we did acrobats. Acrobats. We even did a little bit of character dancing and ballet, everything. Yeah. We never Drama. did contemporary though, did we, Mark? That didn't sort of come until later. wasn't really a big part of the scene then. No. And then a bit of ballroom, of course. We had those couple of years we did ballroom. Yeah. And then the drama and the singing came in. Yeah. I loved my singing. Love, love, love my singing and begged mum – to do singing lessons. I think I went to a private singing Teacher. tutor first, yeah, when I was about 10. But mum was always, always including singing in her dancing concerts, yeah, wasn't she? Yeah, she was without even she knowing She loved it. it. Because when she was, I think, in her teens, she would sing, do singing and dancing shows yeah. at the clubs. Like she'd do yeah. a one-woman show and at do the, a bit was of a... It the raffles? Is that what? I don't know. A bit of a song and a dance. So it was in her that she loved it. So all the shows were all she'd always include the vocals and gets that get the kids to sing along or mime yeah and she actually did i remember her telling me yeah oh god i'm not till we were adults i think i could always forget the story that she actually did i think she was a bit of a frustrated musical theater performer in a way because it didn't sort of in perth especially back then yeah. Perth never got many shows or they didn't really have the industry then um i mean they still don't get a lot but um she did a production of south pacific 
at Her Majesty. She was in the chorus. Ah, yeah, the chorus girl. And she said she could always sing in tune and everything, but she never did like the lessons and yeah, to so do she, it properly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it would be really great to see her do wash that marrow out of my hair with all the other girls. Absolutely, she's always had a passion. So that's definitely rubbed up, rubbed off on us. Yeah. Um, oh God. But so, we've got to talk about the shopping centre oh, shows, Lara. I was going to say. Oh my God. <laughs> So, I don't know. Tell everyone how that got started. Well, okay, so we're talking 1970s guys in Perth, so a, a smaller town than than Sydney. Smaller, yeah. Mum, being the entrepreneurial woman that she was, approached um, one of the big shopping centres of the time, so I, equivalent to what a Westfield would yeah. be now in Perth back then, and I think it was Burragoon. Burragoon Shopping Centre. Shopping Centre, and she approached the um, manager to say, look, I have a dancing school and I'd love to, you know, offer shopping centre shows. And I think it worked both ways. It meant obviously advertising for her in a school. It also got her students a way to perform and get experience and it provided the shopping centre with entertainment. So it was really actually a really good really clever. business proposal, win-win all round. But the thing is <laughs> to sell it, I became the pitch. Her <laughs> daughter, I would have been probably only eight at the time. So she rocks up. She's like, I think his name was Murray. Oh, God, that came out oh of nowhere. God, wow. How do I Isn't remember that? that? Things you remember. Yeah. Yeah. So she said, look, I'll give you a little trial. Um, my daughter will do a tap dancing routine for you and see what you think. Classic. You know, kid, people love watching kids dance. So I actually remember my outfit and everything. What was your outfit? I had a little green leotard. It was, and we're not talking lycra. I we're talking sort pre- of nylon. Nylon. Yeah. In that emerald green, a little black velvet um, skirt, little swingy. Your tap skirt. Sort of like a um, cheerleader skirt. Yeah. And piggy tails and the green bows. Cute. In my hair and my little shoes and big bows on my shoes. Yeah. Hilarious. Cute. And mum, so. <laughs> <laughs> this, there's this um, centre stage in the middle of the shopping centre and I get informed, you've got to go up there and do your thing. So mum presses play on the tape recorder and I subsequently tap my heart out to whatever. I don't remember the tune. So but there's I just been random dance. people walking past the shopping centre too. Yeah, and there's this little girl tapping oh. with this big cheesy grin on her face doing a dance. But... She got the gig. We got the gig. So I think he he loved it. Yeah. I think he liked the cute factor and people must have stopped and looked. Yeah. <laughs> so it got them hanging out in the shopping centre longer, right? So then um, that was a yes. And then I think mum just started bringing in the different... Different groups, didn't she do? Like different age groups would come and do a number Different groups. That we, maybe the, it was the shows we did in the concerts and that. It was just in the She'd school holidays. So yeah. there's only there's a couple of those first. But pretty quickly... She came up with the idea, let's do pantomimes. And that's where everything changed. And talk about going to a whole new level. We started doing pantomime shows. I'm laughing because I know what's coming. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what the first one was. It Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Well, she always, remember there was always like a half hour limit. Like the shows were always like 30 minutes because he wanted people to stop he wanted to but draw not people, too long. Not too long because he wanted them out shopping. So he'd, yes. he'd, we'd advertise the show so it would draw them to come to Burragoon Shopping Centres, come and see Snow White and by Diana Pinker's School of Dance <laughs> for half an hour and they'd stand and watch and then they'd go and shop. But to make it fit into half an hour, mum back in the day would have, honestly, they're all gone now, I don't know where they've gone, but she would have the records, the LPs 
of all these Disney films. Yeah, and the Disney soundtracks. Soundtracks. And very, again, so ahead of a time, she would edit it. And the, I'm talking like on real time. <laughs> what the copyright laws were, but she didn't Don't care. Even, but like, but, and back in the day when, you know, we, we can edit, we edit stuff on GarageBand now, yeah. but she was editing, I don't even know how, on her record, onto a tape recorder, onto reel to reel. No, it was reel to reel. Those big reel to reel yeah. machines. Yeah. And she'd click, click. Click, click. But that I would remember. have to come from the record onto that, wouldn't it? Because she'd yeah, play she'd, it off a record. She'd record it onto this big reel-to-reel machine, I think. I don't know. And then would click, click and, to edit. And ta- would she and then, sticky tape stuff? Yeah, sticky stuff? tape. Full on. You'd cut a piece of tape, cut the other bit, take a bit out and then glue them together. And she oh. was really good at it. I mean, I'm um, seriously, just you talking about this, I've actually forgotten about that. Like total mm. respect because I nearly pulled my hair out just editing this, the, po- the podcast the other day. <laughs> you you heard me. I was like, you've never heard swearing like it with me trying to edit our first podcast on GarageBand, which is all techno. And to think our mum in the 70s yeah. did it on real to Really real. manual. And down to the half second, like yeah. literally. Because she was editing dialogue because what she would do is so clever. To get it down to half an hour, she'd have dialogue and songs and then we, as the performers, she, we'd all get divvied a character or you'd just be in the in – the, not Oh, we'd, me, we'd cast a character. We'd cast a character and we'd have to learn it and mime to it. And it was actually more difficult, pretty easy because we were kids, so we were quick. But like a bit like kids do on TikTok now. We like, were lip-syncing pros, we were li- I tell oh, you. Oh, we what. were lip-syncing back in the day. But i never forget one of the first pan- – well, we'd call them pantomime. It's not really a pantomime because a pantomime is – but we'd call them pantos. It was a panto. Because it, I suppose it was fairy tale sub most of the time. Lip sync panto, but we'd lip sync the words yeah. and we'd lip sync and the songs, the songs, and then we'd dance. But do you remember one of the very first ones we did? Because you would have been about eight and I was five. Mm-hmm. Was the Wizard of Oz? The Wizard of Oz. And because 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 because. <laughs> and I found a picture the other day. I played. One of my first stone roles. I play. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. I play Toto, the dog. And Toto. Oh. Toto. What's that line she says? Toto. I have a feeling. Toto. I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Roof, roof. Yeah. So Lara had to. Lara had to mime a woof, woof. I was lip syncing woof, woofs. And a human. I like. Thank you. The outfit was. Wait for it. The outfit was a long-sleeved leotard in brown nylon, nylon with matching tights and paint. And my ballet pumps painted the same colour so that my feet looked the same. With a full head balaclava and ears thrown on. And then I drew brown eyeliner on my nose. Was my and nose. eyebrows and I, eyebrows. It's very cute though. You're only five. And then all I remember <sighs> is Mum just had me doing laps. Of the stage. Running around Running the around. Because that's, what else does a dog Because you're do? running away from the witch. Oh, gee, I was fit. Who, by the way, was our mum. Mum so was the witch. She would typecast herself into, what do you call it? Not typecast. She would actually <laughs> yeah, give herself nice. the lead role. Not <laughs> typecast. Hi, mum, if you're listening. <laughs> we love you. but Kim's You were the witch, mum. But it's uh, okay because you cast me as the witch later. So there you go. You got good. me back. <laughs> and do you remember, she was, she was, and she was full, like, you know, did, you know, took it really seriously. She painted a face green. A green face. Oh, God. So the timeline, we did The Wizard of Oz a few times because that was a big hit. It was a blockbuster hit at the Perth Shopping Centre. You were the munchkin the first time. First time round, I was a munchkin. And a flower. Poppy. And a flower. Yeah, and the monkeys. Da, 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 the poppy ballet. 
Oh, oh, we failed to mention that mum would also insert sometimes other songs yes. that were appropriate for a theme. She was the queen of themes. So, of course, in the theme where they all fall asleep in the poppy field, the poppies came to life and, and did a whole dance. They did like a this ballet. ballet dance. It was amazing. Which you may not remember from the Wizard of Oz film, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> And the flying monkeys. The monkeys did a oh, whole routine. Oh, a flying monkey too. Yeah, yeah. Because when you were that age, when you were about eight or nine, you did. You sort of had the triple things. Didn't yeah, you? you did your munchkin. monkey, poppy, and a monkey. No, munchkin, poppy, monkey. Is yeah. that right? Oh my god, I was just the dog. Triple threat, I was. So then you were <laughs> triple, triple chorus threat. And you, you were backstage, you were changing like a runway model, like you get five yeah, seconds to change, dressing yourself because your mum's on stage <laughs> as the witch. <laughs> So that was oh, God. first time. Then it did a comeback a few years later. Yeah, I think, and then my, I was a, a teenager. Later. Yes, because then I became the scarecrow. Yes, oh, I was a upgraded. big role. Woohoo! <laughs> and Yana, mother, was still the witch. Still the what witch. were you? I, I'd graduated to the triple threat. <laughs> oh, so you now from my, dog leading role? You demoted, uh, but demoted because I was about nine to yeah, Munchkin, Monkey, Poppy, Poppy, yeah. Nice. Hilarious. Nice. Then we did it again. I loved being the scarecrow, by yeah, the way. Yeah, you were a great scarecrow. Good makeup. And then we came back and this by this time I think I must <laughs> have been, been. I don't know, 16 or 17? I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, this probably. time around I got to be the starring role, the green wicked witch of the West. Yes. And I graduated to the lion. <laughs> You're a great lion. I love doing the lion. Do you remember a lion from the lion? Um. Oh, did I get to mime? I think I did. Did I get to mime? When I was a king of the forest. I love that song. <laughs> not the prince. Nothing. Not it. But the thing is we'd listened to it so much that we could have actually we done it for it. real. Because yeah. we'd got so, I mean, you, oh God, I just had memories. I'll get you, my little pretty. <laughs> and your little dog too. <laughs> and your little dog too. Oh, I remember <laughs> when you and mum, because you'd both played the green witch, done the full green face. A bit like, I mean. I mean, I know Wicked's a big musical, but we're, you're way ahead of your time. Um, <laughs> you, you remember like, in between shows, you'd have to stay, because we do two shows a day sometimes. We would. It was full on. You'd have to stay in the thing with your green face on. We'd have to go and get your sandwich. Yes. Do you know how it took about a half half a jar of Pond's cold cream Pond's cold to cream. take the green face? But mind you, do you know what it was? These days you probably could have had some lovely natural organic coconut-based colour. Yeah. I had to put green... Food colouring. That's right. Into my uh, base makeup. Yes. So you get a really pale. Into a white makeup stuff, wasn't it? Like zinc. I think we of. upgraded to the white, but yeah, it was just a white zinc. White, no, was actual zinc. zinc. It was zinc, That's yeah. Mum yeah. used to put green colouring in green the zinc. Green zinc. Worst thing on your skin. Slather that on and you had your bright green face. <laughs> still it still looked good though. I mean, now, yeah, now they just do MAC, you know, like MAC make a green, I think. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. But no, it was... Literally like concrete on your face and there's no way I was going to take that off and put it on no. for a second show only two hours later. Oh, God. So, guys, that was just – I mean, that's just a taste of the crazy sort of stuff we did growing up. <laughs> I mean, and we did – I mean, you know, we did Alice in Wonderland. We yeah, did like um, said, Mary White. Poppins, Peter Pan. Snow White. Oh, were you a dwarf? You were a dwarf. I was a dwarf. Which dwarf were you? In Snow White, yeah. I was grumpy. Oh, I was happy. <laughs> I always wanted to be dopey. I wasn't typecast, I don't think. No, no, of course not. Um, Peter Pan, you were Peter oh, Pan. Peter you? Pan, I, I loved doing Peter Pan. I don't think I was a Wendy. I never looked. No, you, no, you were Captain Hook. I was Captain Hook. My boobs are too big for Wendy. 
didn't look right. Oh, my boobs were too big for Peter Pan, let's face it, even at 12. Guys, we're like the Double D Club here. That's, another, that's a whole other episode of uh, Sisters Inc. We've show. We've never had a problem. What a great boobs. idea. We'll talk about boobs. Who? Yeah, oh, so I got the villain again. I was Captain Hook. Captain Hook. At some point. Did mum do Captain Hook as well? Yeah. So I sort of, when mum obviously wanted to. <laughs> retire from pantomime <laughs> life and I and I was becoming to be a little bit older I got the adult roles oh my god yes because I did Peter Pan and you maybe weren't in the first one and then I you when you became Captain Hook I became Smee <laughs> that's right with a padded stomach and a striped shirt and eye a white cap oh and a wig oh man <laughs> oh the things we will have to try and dig up these photos they're we will. pretty I've oh, just been the white rabbit. Haven't been the white rabbit. Oh, this is hilarious! Great costume, the white Great rabbit. Great costumes. Anyway, so that was our childhood. So that was growing up Perth, pretty much spending every school holidays of our lives in shopping centre shows. Yep. We did go away. We did travel a lot as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was great, and we got we did get paid. We did so get it paid. wasn't child slave labour, thankfully. <laughs> we got really good money. We'd get cash money. Um, yeah, mum was really up. good. And I remember that ending up being our spending money for holidays we went on. We yeah, went, got for to Christmas. go to Disneyland yeah. with mum and dad and our grandparents. So we were really blessed in that way that we um, had fun and we got to – I think we would have done it for free, but mum yeah. would split all the money amongst all the kids that performed yeah. and made sure they um, got great earnings. They were really so happy. many kids never got paid, and even now don't. So yeah, she yeah. was ahead of uh, very so generous, generous with, with that. Yeah, you know what I also think is that it also because we were so busy. I mean, we, but we were doing stuff that we loved and we were passionate about. Like I didn't want to be anywhere else, and my best friends were at dancing like more than school because we moved house. A lot. A lot. We were like gypsies. What Mum is got that? bored. Mum, Mum and got Dad bored. Are gypsies. Mum got bored with the house we were living in, so we'd always move house. We must. I think <laughs> I went to three primary schools and two high schools, and I don't know how many houses we lived. I in. I went to three high schools in three years. Yeah, great. I win. Well, I don't. <laughs> you don't win. It's not a competition. <laughs> well, you, that's but you only, yeah, but you only did. You only did I'm one scared. primary school. I did I the did, three primary yeah, schools. Yeah, see, and two high schools. Yeah. So what's that? Five. Oh, okay. Honey. So there you go. I did four. You win. Drop the mic. <laughs> Anyone else got a sister where you have that, you know, who's worse off, who's better off thing going on? <laughs> anyway, we moved house a lot. We a moved lot. school a lot. Yeah, there's shitty bits of that, but I think it also builds resilience. So I yeah. never have any trouble walking into a room and sparking up a conversation with somebody because yeah. I had to do it every year of my school life. We were always the new girl. Yeah. <laughs> But that's why, as I was saying, dancing school was our constant and our yeah, friends there that was our life. were our constant. So they were like my besties at, at um, dancing school more than anywhere Amazing else. Amazing friends. I've still got some beautiful friends. Yeah. Um, thanks, Facebook, who I'm still in contact with today from the old dancing school days. Yeah, good time. And it kept us busy and, it, and also in those teenage years where – Often teenagers can go astray and they're bored and they're hanging out at shopping centres. We, we didn't have time. Well, we were hanging out at shopping centres but we are on stage. Yeah, dancing. We weren't hanging out. <laughs> no, no. And then we were working. Like I, I mean, I, don't, I think I remember from age 12 I started helping mum as an assistant teacher and you were probably the same age when you started. Yeah, like, I was. Um, So we, you know, we were pretty organised and driven and... A great work, work great ethic. Great work ethic. Great yeah. work ethic back then. Yeah, so always busy and I think... That's a thing I've just 
like I mentioned before, just got a boy who's just turned 13 and he's now getting into his teens. And I thought to myself, you've got to keep your kids busy because, you know, what do they say? Idle hands or idle minds. That's when you get up to mischief. Absolutely. So give him lots to do. (laughs) Seriously. And, you know, we weren't on the video games. I mean, oh my God, they were very basic things. I think I had the Pac-Man and the... I didn't have any, I don't think. No. I'd spend like my favourite thing to do. I don't know if anyone else from our era listening. Do you remember this? Um, we were dancing on a Saturday, but the Sunday afternoon movies, like the movie musicals that would come on on a Sunday afternoon, I would just devour those. And the I old love. black and white movies? Yeah, the MGMs, the Singing in the Rains and the Sound of Musics and the Modern Millie and Calamity Jane, My Fair Lady. I would just, I would learn them word for word. I'd record them on VHS. And that little girl, was it Shirley Temple? Shirley Temple. How cute was she? Loved her movies. They were really old. I remember watching those. But, you know, like, too, on the weekend, on a Sunday when we're like, oh, what are we going to do? We've got nothing to do because it's Sunday and, and dancing's off. It's a day off. I remember getting mum sort of hat would have the latest, I suppose, technology back then to do with her recording the shows and yeah. video. And she had an old, she what well, was new, brand new back then, a video camera. Oh, that's right. And yeah. it was pretty cool and it was a bit like getting the latest Apple product now. So. Yeah. And she must have been out for the day and you and I got our hands on it and said to Dad, hey, can we, re- we want to make a video, we want to make a movie, whatever we were doing. And we recorded each other singing Snow White songs. And Oh, no, that was on the tape recorder. I was on the tape recorder. Yeah. I thought, well, there was a time we had the video, yeah, we the video and we got in so much trouble when mum got home because we were we? using her new thing. Yeah. Was that when we were living in Rolly Stone and I dressed up as slime? I don't know if the. I don't know. And we videoed that. Slime. Remember we used to dress up those stupid fancy dress I parties? I was fancy dress parties. We'd do those fancy dress for the dancing school. And I dressed up as the, the slime product. And I was a camera one. That's right. I think that was the same <laughs> in year. In the cardboard box. <laughs> I had a green leaf. I was in the can of slime. But. Yeah, that Snow White was on the tape recorder. Oh, that was a tape recorder. And remember, Snow White would sing into the wishing well. And you'd have to have the echo. Yeah, so we'd sing into the tape recorder and then run to the door of the bedroom and do it from a distance. And and do do the the echo. echo. (laughs) Idiots. Anyway, I don't know if any of you are interested in any of this, but we're waffling on reminiscing about the good old days oh, good when though, we were 8, 10, 12. But look, we're, no, we're very blessed to have, um, and we still have wonderful parents. We're very lucky to still have our parents alive. Our dad's turning 80 this year. He is, this month. This month, yeah, and we can't be with him, sadly, because they're up north. And no, because we're still no in flights. lockdown, yeah. but it's um, okay. We'll do a Zoom, Zoom family catch-up. Yeah, yeah. Yay. But, yeah, we've certainly learned our um, work ethic and our having a passion and certainly I know we've talked about a lot about mum in this, but well, Mother's Day month, I guess. Yeah, happy Mother's happy Day, Happy Mother's mom. Day, all the wonderful mums out there and, and know that you're doing a great job and I guess also how much influence you have on your kids' lives with what's going on yeah. every day and the memories that you have and we've, you know, with what we do, we've learnt to have, as I said, work ethic and a passion for something mm. and, and seeing it through and, and thinking outside the box, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And look, we'd love to know, did you grow up doing some sort of dance school activity or something that you remember is it a highlight of your life that you still love and reflect back on now let us know you know leave a comment and um, share that with us because I think those things those highlights of your childhood um, stay with you forever they're a big part of your life yeah yeah so lucky and the I think happy stuff look on oh, think and maybe next time we'll talk about 
we've got to talk about the next stage young talent time johnny young talent yes. school because that's a whole nother johnny chapter of our life young. yeah du, du, du. johnny <laughs> young du, du, du. we'll talk about that no that's a whole that's a whole nother episode i'll go away and remember the song and rehearse it for you oh i well i remember our johnny young song that we had written but oh yes we'll save it we'll save it we'll save it it's that's speci- very special that's special very special all the stories yeah, okay. Well, that was Growing Up Sisters, Inc., I think, part one. Thanks so much for listening again, everybody. Um, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. We're available on all the platforms. Tell your friends and we'll see you next time. Yeah, see you guys. Lots of love. Bye. Bye.